Hello, and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. Or you can reach either of them at 336-285-5999. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Well, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts. Yes, and welcome, everyone. We are so happy to have you join us today. Today, we're going to be talking about how to stop wasting your time this year and getting ready to start your physical fitness journey, how you can uh, prepare yourself for getting your goals and staying on track. Um, Karen, why don't you read the the Bible verse, uh, Ephesians 5, 16 through 7. Okay, um, making the best use of the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the will of the Lord is. So basically we're talking about the big picture, um, setting goals for not just work, but your home life as well. For example, you may want to find a better way to um, work life as balance. In other words, you may want to figure out how to make sure you get your exercise in, um, make time to be with your children, and also do other activities. So what you need to do is be to know you want to know what your um, what are the the things that you need to do and then you want to break them down into smaller tasks and um, so that you can begin to learn how to fit them into your daily schedule. Yes. in other words, you know, you everybody has the same 24 hours in a day. So you may want to just, uh, way way we do it is we start our day out with with planning our activities, uh, and when we go to bed, we already know what time we'll be up and doing what we need to do. The second thing you need to do is just keep track. And uh, Proverbs six. 9 through 11 says, How long will you lie there, O slugger? When will you arise from your sleep? A little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to rest, and poverty will come upon you like a robber and won't like an armed man. It, it, it can help to take a week or so and note how long it really takes you to do things uh, and like laundry and breakfast and make your bed. Most mm-hmm. people overestimate how long it takes to do something. Simple, simple things like taking a shower, even un, uh, they even underestimate those times. 
um, like write a term paper or if you know what exactly uh, how to spend your time, you may be able to manage it better. Yeah, because I know for me in the morning, I need to have my clothes laid out at night. So when we get up to go to the gym in the morning, I don't have to pedal around and find out what um, what I'm going to wear. And actually, many days I have, when I leave the house, even if I leave at 2 in the morning, I need to have my food with me. I need to have my change of clothes and everything. So I don't really have a lot of time to prepare all of that early in the morning because when you get up, those minutes start going by really quick. If you get up at 6 and you're trying to get out the house by 6.30 and you have to fix breakfast, get clothes ready and everything, the next thing you know, it's 7 o'clock. So if you do it at night, you're going to, even though it may seem like a task, you'll know that you'll see in the morning it will pay off because you'll be able to do what you need to do quickly. And if you're going to gain your health, you're going to have to prioritize. That would be the next thing. For right. where your treasure is, there will your heart also be. That's Luke 12, 34. Right. And so if, you, if, you, if your health is what is important to you, you're going to have to do some things to prioritize putting your health first. It may mean getting up a little earlier. Right. It may be going to bed uh, early, uh, earlier. earlier and and not eating close to bedtime so that you can get good rest. Uh, right. You put your dues in a, a group of four uh, uh, like urgent and important, not urgent but important, urgent but not important, neither urgent nor important. Yeah. The goal is to have a few things under urgent and important as possible. Those cause stress when you uh, let them pile up. If you manage mm-hmm. your time well, you'll probably spend more most of your time on the not urgent but important. That's where you can get the most useful things done and keep your feeling keep you from feeling overwhelmed uh, later on. Yeah, yeah. And I and I I keep my schedule like that most of the time. I have a to-do list, and I try to prioritize by what's the most important to the least important, and um, anything that I can either roll over or delegate, I'll do that as well. But um, that's pretty much helps me to have a stress-free day or as less stress as possible. Karen, what's the fourth thing? Um, the fourth thing is to schedule your day. So um, Colossians 4, 5 says, Walk in wisdom toward outsiders, making the best use of the time. So once you know just how long things will take and what's the most important thing, the next thing you want to do is start planning. So you want to make sure that you're flexible. Don't don't try to schedule something from 9 to 10 and 10 to 11 and 11 to 12 because some things may take a little longer or someone may interrupt you with some questions or so. So um, you have to ask yourself, do you get more done in the afternoon or early in the morning? Do you like to have your evenings free? 
Are you more likely to, to do your yard work? Um, if you have a chunk of time um, that's opened up for you and um, you want to think about what works best for you and don't be afraid to change things up. So this way you're not going to be stressed out. You want to do things in the as you want to be as optimum as you can in terms of using your time. And so what may be a good schedule for you may not be uh, or for someone else may not be a good schedule for you. So you have to look at the things you need to do and then plan it from there. Yeah. So think about what works best for you and don't be afraid to, to change those things up, especially when it comes to your health. You need to make uh, health the priority first and make that uh, the your goal because if you don't, uh, and and like Karen said, prepare your foods, you know, early, uh, probably on the weekend. Uh, the the thing that would lead us to the next thing it would be like do the hard <coughs> stuff first. Absolutely. And uh, Proverbs 13:4 says the soul of the slugger craves and gets nothing, while the soul of the diligent is richly supplied. Mark Twain once said, "If if it's your job to eat a frog, it's the best to do it first thing in the morning. And if if it's your job to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the the biggest one first. In other words, if you have something hard to do, get it out of the way so you don't have to worry about it the rest of the day. And right. uh, at least that's how the uh, author of one prominent time management book understood it. He titled it, Eat That Frog. So, yeah. you know, that's the reason why we get our workouts real earlier in the day and we prepare our meals before going to work. Like Karen uh, says, she she actually gets up on Sundays and Saturdays and, and prepares our lunches so that we'll have everything we need throughout the week. And... Uh, so we we don't uh, procrastinate on things like that. Right, right. And I also apply that to my workouts. When I'm when I go to the gym, I'll do what I feel is the hardest thing first because it's going to take the most energy, and then I'll just filter it down from there to save the easier stuff for last. And so, go ahead. Okay. Karen. So I was going to say. So the next one is. Um, write it down. So, um, Habakkuk. Um, yeah, Habakkuk uh, 2 2 says, And the Lord answered me, Write the vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who, who reads it. So, a to do list is, has, past the test of time okay um but if you can use other tools that would be fine as well such as your uh, laptop or a pad or your iphone the main objective is that you want to write it down whatever um, you use to keep track of things that's what you want to use whatever's going to be the most convenient for you and um just you want to keep some kind of list 
And if it's not on the tablet, you may want to just write it on the calendar because there are a lot of people who are old-fashioned or they just like old-school pen and paper. Um, but something where you know that you're going to refer to it. And when we're at the gym, Karen, I always suggest that, you know, uh, you write down what you're going to be doing that day and keep up with where you were last time so that you can progress each time so that you don't right. get, uh, you know, just doing things. You don't know where you're at. You don't know how to follow uh, well, you're the program. You're doing the same thing over and over again. So if you're looking to improve or to make gains, then at least if you could see what you did last week, you know what you need to do this week to get just a little bit better. And All right. N- number seven would be, is it worth your time? In 2 Corinthians 12, 9, it says, But he, he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power uh, is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Remember, your big picture goes, and yourself, if what you're doing is likely to help you get get there. (coughs) For example, that extra hour spent at work or something uh, no one asked you to do might have been better spent at the gym or... uh, or with your kids. So if if you're just doing things that's not even worth your time, then you're you're actually uh, just wasting your time, and right. it's not really good uh, a practice to, especially when it comes to if you trying to get healthy. So right, right. don't don't do things that are not necessary. Right, because a lot of times people will say, well. I didn't get out of work until late because even though I got off at 5.30, I was talking to someone until, you know, 6 or 6.30. And really, you have to say, you have to ask yourself, is that that a conversation that's really necessary to have right then and there? If you know that you have to be at the gym or you have to be at your kid's game or something like that. If it's a conversation that can wait until the next day, then you want to say, you know, nicely, you know, you just want to say, we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow or whatever the case is. So this way, because you know you have a certain schedule that you have to meet. The same as if you had to be to work at 9 o'clock in the morning and someone stops to talk to you, you know, at while you're on your way to work, you'll say, well, I have to be to work at 9. We'll have to talk about this later. So you want to, do, do, you want to apply that same rule to all areas of your life. Uh, the eighth thing is don't cheat. All of us know that the Bible says that our bodies are the temple of God and that uh, in James 4, 17, it says, so whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it, for him it's sin. So if you know that your body's a temple and that you don't take care of it, then actually it's sin. So if you have a schedule to follow, and you know that you're supposed to be at the gym. You know that you're supposed to be eating the, the proper meals. You need to stick to with that. Don't don't change it because of the influence of others around you. And just because someone is not looking at you um, doesn't mean that you shouldn't still do it. You need to stick with that with the with the program. Uh, you know, a lot of people spend a lot of time uh, or spend a lot of money coming to a trainer. Or a fitness person 
or going to a doctor, whoever you go to, when they suggest things to you, if you don't stick with them, it's a waste of your time and, you know, you're not going to get the benefit of what you're actually paying for. Yeah, and it's like if you go to a doctor and they tell you that you're pre-diabetic, that is good news on one hand that you're not diabetic, but the bad news is that that means you need to make some dietary changes. So if you leave the doctor's office and go home and still continue to eat the way you were eating, chances are you're moving yourself more towards being diabetic and you may get that diagnosis when you go back to the doctor. So that really is like a wasted visit. The doctor is trying to tell you something to help improve your health and then you have to follow up and do the things that you need to do to stay healthy. All right. And number nine would be just start it. If you come to somebody who, who's trying to help you gain your health, uh, you need to go ahead and start. Uh, a guy told me the other day, he said he was going to start Monday. And I said, what, well, uh, what day was you born on? And he said, well, I was born on a Saturday. I said, so did you start on a Monday? I said, you have to start. You have to start when you're thinking about it. If you start later, then you, you nobody knows how long they have. So That's right. if we keep uh, waiting till till we think a better time comes, we really won't do anything. Yeah, Second Timothy uh, 2.15 says, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a worker who has no need to be ashamed, rightly handling the word of the truth. Right. If you're feeling a strong urge to put things off, find a way to push past it and take even a small step towards going forward. For you'll feel better if you start at the time. Uh, when somebody comes to a Karen and I and they say, well, okay, I want to start a fitness program. Karen's right. She, she told me, she said, look, you need to go ahead and tell them to go ahead and sign up now. Because if they wait, they probably will figure out a way not to come back. Right. And we're, and we're all, we're, that's just how we're designed. I mean, if, if I don't go to the gym and I procrastinate, chances are I'm not going to make it to the gym if I don't stay, if I don't stay on my schedule, because I find too many other reasons not to go. There are too many reasons out there not to go as it is, um, but they're just excuses. So if you, if you're ready to do something, and just go ahead and start doing it. Yeah, and James is right. I, I tell him, listen, when, when people call us, they have in their mind right then and there, they have decided that's what they want to do. Um, and because they know that there's also a financial obligation, if it's a person fitness training um, that they're looking to do. And so, therefore, you have to meet them at the, their point of need right then and there and, um, and just go from there. Right. And the tenth thing would be all your time counts. In Luke 6:38 it says, "Give, and it will be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, running over, will be put to, into your lap. For with the measure you use it, will be measured back to you." And that doesn't necessarily mean money either. That's right. That can mean that means you're actually can mean actually actually your health is the probably the, the most precious thing you're going to you're going to have. Uh, 
apart from your children and your 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 family life. So if you're sick, if you keep putting things off and you don't you don't realize that God gives you your health by you actually taking and and that good measure uh, that he can give it back to you, press down and shake. Karen and I have overcame a lot of things just by by taking the extra step mm-hmm. uh, to 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 do what is necessary to gain our health. Yeah, and I've I've never heard one single person who felt as if they were uh, on their deathbed say, "I wish I had more money." Most people say, "I wish I had my health," or "I wish I had done certain things with my family," and. Um, or if I did things differently. Right, right. But if you've got 15 minutes, say you got 15 minutes to to stand up at your desk and stretch, and then you have 15 minutes later on that day to do some things uh, like uh, you're out walking in a park, and you take 15 minutes another time of the day where you, you lean up against a wall and you just use your body uh, weight to push, and then you take 15 minutes... Uh, at another time to walk again. Or, that's, that's an hour. Right. Or you can take that time if you're at home and say, let me uh, top up some vegetables for tomorrow or let me go ahead and prepare some snacks so that when, I, when I'm out and about, I won't be tempted to stop and eat at fast food restaurants. I can take my fruit with me or my nuts or something like that. And just those few extra moments will make a big difference, especially when it comes to calories. You take an apple with you and, you know, you may end up eating 100 calories, but if you don't have anything with you, and let's say you stop at a fast food restaurant, you can eat easily, you know, 1,500 to 2,000 calories just, you know, while you're out running errands. Right now, we're going to break for Karen's Fit Tip, something that's always beneficial and hope that you are blessed by it. So here's Karen and her fit tip of the day. Thank you once again for joining me this week um, for this week's fit tip. So all month we've been talking about how we can keep our New Year's resolution, how we can continue exercising and just staying motivated to keep going day after day. However, there is another part to living a healthy lifestyle And it actually starts with our diet. The quality of our diet is directly associated with extending lifespan, lowering heart disease and cancer mortality, and so much more. Studies have found that people who live in the blue zones seem to have figured out the answer to this longevity question. The blue zones are five regions where people live the longest on this earth, and residents of the blue zones have the highest rate of centenarians in the world and thus people who live to be a hundred years and older. They suffer a fraction of the diseases that commonly killed people in developed countries and um, they enjoy more years of good health where they're not living sick and on medications and they're very productive in their communities. The blue zones are located throughout the world, but there's also one right in this country called Loma Linda, California, where studies show that the Seventh-day Adventists rank among North Americans' longest living people in the world. They eat semi-vegetarian, meaning they eat mostly 
fruits and vegetables, whole grains, nuts, beans, and so on. And they eat meat sparingly, such as on special occasions, as opposed to areas that eat rich animal foods and poor in plant-based foods, such as in the Western world where we live, which is associated with much higher rates of mortality and um, numerous diseases. So we already know that vegetarians live the longest, but because a pure vegetarian diet may not be embraced by many individuals, perhaps we should just tell people to eat more plant-based and fewer animal-based products. And there was actually a study done, as per Dr. Michael Greger, who is a general practitioner, nutritionist, and the founder of American College of Lifestyle Medicine, says that a study gave points to people who ate fruits, nuts, vegetables, olive oil, potatoes, and so on, pretty much a semi-vegetarian diet, or a vegetarian diet, and deducted points for anyone who ate any animal products. And um, the results showed that as much as, uh, there was as much as a 41% drop in mortality rate. And if Americans ate that way, we would be saving hundreds and thousands of American lives each year um, just by reducing meat intake and increasing vegetables. So I know that everyone is different, but if you want to live longer, healthier, and more productive lives, I encourage you to continue to worship the Lord, continue doing your physical activities, and eat as clean as possible. And as always, if you feel this message, it will encourage you to stay on track to leading a healthy lifestyle. Please feel free to pass it on. And don't forget to tune in to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts today at 11 a.m. on 100.7 FM. Have a blessed day. Okay, we're back and we're going to continue with our study for today. Okay, the 12th thing would be set the time limit. In Jeremiah 29, 11, it says, For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil, to give you a future and a, a hope. Right. So God has a plan for you to be healthy, but you have to plan it too. Right. You have to have a part of that, and the only way that's going to happen is if you uh, set the most allowable time for the task. Right. And 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 you know when that is. So right. like we said, put put it on your calendar. Make sure that you set that time that you're going to go and and be active. And you don't have to uh you don't have to be at the gym all day or if you go play tennis, you set it if if it's an hour you want to do, set it for an hour and then move on to the next thing on your on your list. Uh, the next thing would be don't spend so much time on social media. Uh, I find myself um, pulling up Facebook, you know, maybe I think I'm going to just take a quick glance and see what's going on. And the next thing I know is 30 minutes later. Uh, and that's, that goes to another, the next point. Take your lunch break. And, and if you're not hungry, use it to exercise. And make sure that, like Karen said, make sure you have your f- food prepared for you. 
uh, in advance. The yeah. good, nutritious food. Right. Don't try to pick something out of a, a vending machine. Nothing in there is going to be healthy. I don't care what it says on the packet. Right, right. And so, one thing about, uh, like James said, that we need to take a lunch break. And um, he he's one of the lucky ones that works closer to home. Actually, we both work pretty close to home. But even if you don't work close to home, it's very important to leave your work for a little while, get up and walk away, if you, even if you don't eat, because this will give you, um, you know, it'll help you to renew your mind and to have a new outlook on whatever it is that you're working on. I hope you enjoyed Karen's Fit Tip for the day. Uh, we appreciate you tuning in. If we can help you, go to our website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Until next time, we love you, and this was to James and Karen Roberts. I'll keep living fit and doing what matters. God bless you. See you next time. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co, or call 336-285-5999. Until next time. Keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.